Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Nerds Adulting. I am one of the hosts, Peter. We are back this week with Josh and Ruthie to talk about the PS5 console reveal and everything else that they had, they talked about on the online event. First of all, Josh and Ruthie, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing good. Uh, back to regular work schedule. No more half days for me, which Aww. means I've had to cut back on my on my gaming, <laughs> which I'm upset oh, no. about. Uh, I've got my sister-in-law's boyfriend is here to visit from California, and then they're going to leave on Saturday. Uh, then uh, hopefully that'll free up some time for me to get some screen time. Nice, nice. Ruthie, how about you? How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing okay. I'm uh, in the world of trying self-employment, so that's an interesting one. <laughs> wait, wait. You're, yeah. You're officially oh, self-employed now? I'm officially. I, I made the big decision. I quit. Uh, oh, I haven't really made this official announcement. Oh, well, the nerd's here yeah. first. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, decided that... Uh, the job I had, I was like barely scraping by, and uh, it was soul sucking, and I hated everything about it, and oh, it worst. was affecting my creative side and just any, actually any side outside of it, it was affecting. So I just decided, you know what? I think I can just hustle my ass off and do all this creative stuff and still scrape by and probably be much happier. So quit the job, and now I am technically self-employed. <laughs> <laughs> well. That, I guess that's a good thing when you know your happiness, right? Is key. Don't working a soul-sucking job is probably the absolute worst. It's, I've had plenty of those in my day, and luckily uh, those are behind me now. So, but um, so yeah, it's been three weeks since we last talked about anything for our podcast. So I'm super excited to be, to be back together, and we got uh, some really cool things to get into now. We have the PS5 reveal, which is the the big thing. That's the big meat of this podcast is we're going to talk about what they some of the games they revealed the console which is um interesting uh the memes are out and about <laughs> afterwards and i thought they were pretty cool uh, and we've got some nerd news topics but before we dive into all of that i kind of want to just see what you guys are getting into nerdy wise spend a couple minutes just to kind of refresh and see what you guys are all doing um ruthie what, what have you been up to i know you i've seen you streaming and and you were playing um Hollow Knight, which is a great game. I love that game. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. I love Hollow Knight. I'm such on a, like, a Hollow Knight gig. <laughs> what are you playing it on? I feel on? like a broken... Uh, I'm actually playing it on PC. So, oh, cool. Um, okay. I'm playing it on uh, PC on Steam. Uh, so uh, I'm playing that. Yeah, like I'm a, I feel like a broken record because like... Uh, every night, I usually stream later at night, and I'm just like, oh, what should I play? And I'm like, hmm, I guess I'll play Hollow Knight. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's uh, I love that. So I've been doing that. I've been trying to stream more and regular. Uh, like I said, now that I'm self-employed, I'm trying to figure out my schedule for everything and how to do that. So that, uh, I'm about to start Jedi Fallen Order. Uh, so that nerd, that game probably going to start that soon oh nice uh, and other stuff like that yeah just doing that and then uh just a whole lot of admin like figuring out i guess my admin side of stuff nerdy <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff no that's awesome jedi fallen order is a is a great game um i i've played i've played it and i've beat it and it's an amazing game i i, I envy the journey that you're about to embark on that game um but that's cool josh what about you what have you been up to uh, 
let's see. I picked up uh, the Resident Evil bundle, which is 4, 5, and 6 on mm-hmm. PC uh, a couple weeks ago, just so that me and my buddy can play through them. It is a lot better on computer. Last time I played uh, 5 was on PS3, and the last time I played 6 was on PS3, and the last time I played 4 was actually on the GameCube. And so all three of them are perform way better. The gunplay is way, 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 way better. Um, and it's just a lot of fun playing it with my buddy. Uh, <clears throat> and and I feel like we should be sharing or recording what we're saying or, or engaging in because it's truly like I haven't had this much fun playing a co-op game in a very long time, so I'm enjoying that. Uh but nice. this week, particularly, I haven't done that much gaming because I've been I've had people at my house and been doing other stuff. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I got into a little bit of season four of Call of Duty. They fixed a lot of stuff, but every every patch brings on its own problems. And then the new patch for Hunt Showdown, which I'm a big fan of, is out, and I'm looking forward to get into that here soon. So that's pretty much what I've been doing and what I plan on doing soon. Awesome, awesome. You know, it's funny you mentioned like getting into games and updates. I actually started playing Destiny Two again. An old buddy of mine, like we started talking again, and we he said he's he just picked it up and started playing again. And I got to say, that's what I've been doing. I'm playing a lot of Destiny Two. I've been really enjoying it. Um, I really like the the way they fleshed out some of the 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 weeklies now they have like a, a weekly quest that you can run through um it's not just one one mission it's like a weekly quest they also have the same thing the crucible and then they also have the gambit stuff and um it's really just fleshed out and it's a lot of fun with all the the exotic quests now which they've just there's so much content now and they make it and it's just fun and i've been playing that a lot i've been really enjoying uh destiny 2 so uh, I wanted to finish The Last of Us. <laughs> I still haven't finished it yet. I wanted to finish that before Last of Us oh Two my came God, out. Peter. But the thing is, is that um, we're moving next month, so I'm holding off all new purchases anyway. So I'm not too. Uh, I'm not in such smart. a rush. Yeah. Well, we might be moving next month. We still got. We're, we put an offer in a house, and so we're waiting for that to to get through. Um, but I'm super excited for that because I mean I'm gonna have my own game room finally. So uh, yeah. So I'm gonna be decking that out and be putting like my. Like, this, I told my wife like I just want one room that I can just do whatever I want to it and, and can't say <laughs> anything, and you can do whatever you want to the rest of the house. And so that's kind of like where we're at. But we'll see. Hopefully next month it, it goes through, and then I can maybe finish. I'll probably finish the Last of Us by then, but maybe I'll actually get to play Last of Us too. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm super excited, and uh, that's what I've been doing. I know I did some other stuff recently, but that, there's nothing that pertains to gaming. Or, or nerd stuff. I've been studying for a test and things like that for my CISP, which is for work. But that's super boring, and I don't want to put the listeners to sleep about um, <laughs> the software development lifecycle and how to secure it and things like that. So, But uh, we're back. I'm super excited to talk about PS5 and the, and the nerd news. So you guys ready to move on to some of the nerd, the nerd news that we have? We only have a couple topics for this week. Absolutely. All right. So yeah. the first nerd news topic is star wars dun, 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 dun. What, would, what would a nerd what would a podcast about and being nerds be without star wars right so yeah. star wars squadron re- was revealed yesterday i think no monday morning is when i saw it but it was revealed over the weekend 
and it's a supposed to be a, a flight sim style type game. It, it kind of reminds me of Rogue Squadron uh, back in the day, but I saw some gameplay in the trailer. It was only a trailer and only a reveal. But one of the more interesting things that I noticed was that it's going to have crossplay, which is pretty cool. Um, no microtransactions also, and it's going to be a campaign with multiplayer. So they're saying all the right things. What did you guys think? Josh, I'll let you go first. Um, I never played uh, Rogue Squadron, but uh, the only flight kind of like a dogfighter uh, stuff I had from Star Wars was some Battlefront. And I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun, uh, doing like those space battles and stuff. So I doubt that it'll be like a clone of that, but I'm still ex- looking forward to it, and I'm excited. I've always liked uh, the spacecraft and Star Wars and and the sounds and stuff. It's very nostalgic and, and very unique in its own way. So I'm looking forward to Star Wars uh, Squadrons. It looks really polished, and I liked the whole, like, how they have it from the perspective of the rebellion and the perspective of the empire, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's not explained exclusively where in the timeline this will fit, but I'm pretty sure that will be revealed uh, later on. I'm pretty sure there are some other star Wars nerds that can be like, Oh, well, he's wearing this uniform. So it's from this (laughs) timeline and the kid, we, we get it. (laughs) Star Wars consumes 90% of your life. I understand, but I love star Wars, but not, not, not that much. Yeah, I was really interested. I was kind of surprised because this is not what we've been asking for as far as fans. So uh, I was pleasantly surprised, actually. I like when developers do something a little bit different. Ruthie, what about you? What did you think about when you saw that the, the reveal? Um, yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as Josh. Is like um, I've always been about, like, I do like flight stuff. I'm kind of like a flight nerd. Like I love NASA. I love space flight. I've always loved X wings uh, and everything. Uh, I too liked that it had both perspectives. I don't know if they just chose like the looks of two different characters to kind of explain it in the trailer, um, or if you're actually going to be able to like pick different characters or what. But I thought it was kind of cool. I like that it's going to have a campaign. Um, I did like that it said no microtransactions because I was like, okay. Because um, I like a lot of games lately, because that's what I was worried about. I was like, okay, this just looks like, honestly, for a second, it just kind of looked like Battlefront, except it's all dogfighting is what I, I, you know, is what I was picturing. Um, but then it said no microtransactions and it said a full campaign. So I'm like, okay, this might be really good. So, you know, it's funny you brought up Battlefront too, because I played. Um, I had like one of those EA Origins subscriptions where I, could, I got to play it for 10 hours before I bought it. And this was like yeah. right when it came out, right before all the, the the hoopla with microtransactions and all. everyone got up in arms about it. And I really did enjoy the space battles. And I said to myself, I could see this as a standalone game and I would be okay with that. And um, I would not be too worried if they if they took that engine the die uh the not dice what the frostbite engine i think is what it's built on and they actually made a a shooter mm-hmm. out of that i feel like that would be actually really cool if they can make it into its own game so that doesn't really caution me it was i always find it funny how everyone is coming out saying oh we don't have uh microtransactions you know i think micro microtransactions for the most part are okay with people as long as they're cosmetic like 
and not too egregious yeah. you know i seen yeah, some it's the cosmetic part that i don't i don't mind that like yeah. okay yeah, yeah cool make your thing cool like oh that's a personalization that it's not necessary but i don't like how you can do some games you can do microtransactions and you can get like stuff that actually has like mechanical advances yeah pay to, to win. like yeah. the game pay yeah to pay to win shit. yeah and that was a big issue with the original Battlefront 2 before everything went crazy. Um, but I am I'm I'm cautiously optimistic because it's EA and I just I mean I was very happy with uh, you had mentioned Jedi Fallen Order. I was very pleased with that game. I was very happy that was done by Respawn. I don't know who the developer is for this uh, uh, off the top of my head, but. Yeah, I mean, it's Star Wars is a video game, and it looked good, and it looked like it, it's hitting all the the right notes for me, and I'm I'm kind of interested. So, um, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens, right? Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, yeah like we'll yeah, see when like we open it up, and it's like, hey, thirty nine ninety nine for a blue and gold that's skin right. for your Y wing. Yeah, that's right. I forgot <laughs> it was only. <laughs> well, you know, you mentioned that it's only forty bucks. It's coming. Yeah, it's not going to be sixty. Noted, yeah. Oh, I was talking about a skin. Game. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's forty dollars, but if you want the actual golden Tie Fighter, it's going to be next year forty dollars. No, that's what I saw. What was it? Um, Valorant. I think Valorant has some pretty egregious uh, skin costs uh, from what I from what I could see. So. Oh really? But, yeah, so, I like, I'm okay. I'm okay with cosmetic stuff. Like, like I'm pretty sure you guys can agree. You just said, but like, I don't like. It really upsets me when it's like immersion breaking cosmetics. So, like for example, if I ever come across, a, for example, in Call of Duty, for if I ever come across a player that has a pink gun, I let him have it. <laughs> I let him have it. I'm like, you're Wait. a, you're an idiot. And I, Wait, hate I don't you. understand the problem with having pink guns. Okay, you know what, Peter. <laughs> I just don't. It's a video game. I mean, it's not. I back. Re- I back. Okay. okay. If you want I mean, a pink I'll, gun, I'll go play Hello Kitty though. Island Adventure. Okay. I'm gonna what, say what's... that I feel like I feel like that's I, I okay. I could get where Josh is coming from. I, it's a little immersion breaking, but it's not as bad. It's as Call like, of Duty. You can literally drop a nuke in a in a multiplayer map. I mean, it's, it's true. Um, the I whole guess, game like, is immersion thing, breaking. Yeah, immersion breaking for me would kind of be like how I do the the Skyrim. Uh, streams on monday people have told me that like one time i should get the uh the randy the macho man randy savage dragons which literally are his body morphed into a dragon (laughs) shape or like thomas the tank engine yeah no like you should look it up on youtube like apparently like i've looked it up but apparently it's macho man randy savage you know um but it's he's morphed into like a dragon body and so when he comes down he breathes fire and you know I'm the number one dragon and I'm coming for you. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like basically. Yeah. So like that's immersion breaking like for sure. Like so I could get what you're saying. Um but it's pretty funny. Yeah, I I just think Josh you're hitting on the pink gun. I just think that's funny cuz like I don't care. I don't I mean it's Call of Duty. I mean, they've had <laughs> stuff like that for the longest time. But I know that, every time that it comes up, I'm like, "Go away!" <laughs> um, but hopefully, hopefully, it'll be like a pleasant surprise. Kind of like how when you know the whole Star Wars thing when they took and they did Rogue One, it was something different, but it was still in the universe. Like maybe it'll be like that. Like it'll be a pleasant surprise. You know, like cool game. So yeah. Well, if they have pink TIE Fighters, that's the first thing I'm going to buy now, just because you said that. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Be for you. 
<laughs> Moving on to the other news topic from this past week was Twitch. So Twitch was in the news because they were deleting clips of copyrighted music. They started scanning. Um, and there were some issues, too, where people... I mean, people have massive amounts of videos. Because you're talking about years, right? So they have all oh, yeah. these videos. And people are trying to go back and delete them themselves, and they can't even do it. I, I don't know if Twitch since then has come out with... They said they were going to come out with a way to do it, to mass delete videos. But this is something new. Now, in the past, I have seen the mute portions of videos, which we kind of talked about before we started the show... They actually would go back and mute videos because of copyrighted music. They wouldn't actually delete them, um, but this time they're 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 just like, nope, we're deleting them. So, Ruthie, you are the pretty much the only Twitch streamer here. What it? What are you, oh gosh. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that? What it, I mean, did you experience any of that? Uh, what What are you thinking about what uh, what Twitch is doing? Um. Well. As a content creator, so like I'm, I as a content creator, there's like a few different ways. Like I don't want to like go on this big spiel um, because there's there's just so much to it. I feel, but a couple of things is as a content creator, I understand people not wanting people to use because you can make money through Twitch. So if music is enhancing your streams and you're making money off of it, then the people that made the music aren't. So I do get that side of it, um, and clips are a way. To to advertise your channel, literally free advertising that your fans actually cut most of the time. So like the fact that you put in zero to no work sometimes and you can use this as free advertising, like, Hey, like I've done it for my drunk streams. I have got some of the, Oh my gosh, I've just got some crazy clips (laughs) of me being completely wasted in Skyrim. And like, all I have to do is like take the clip link, share it to my Twitter or whatever and stuff like, Hey, have you ever been to one of my drunk streams? Come check it out. Or Hey, have you ever seen a white girl like scream her head off at some stupid cardboard pop-up? I've done it. Like, here's the clip. Come check out my channel. Like I can see from that perspective, from a Twitch streamers perspective though, um, since they've changed this, it is so hard to like edit any videos, get any clips, get rid of anything. The whole, the whole system is like, so frozen and stalemated right now you can't even do normal stuff in there because these things are scanning stuff like crazy Mm. so that's been severely like just hard to do anything and people are trying to get in there and pull or delete the clips themselves because some of them they can take them to like you know like editing software and they can cut the music out but still get like their commentary or whatever and stuff you know which is why the clip exists sometimes for some people um, I think Twitch was also talking about some games, uh, there are games out there that don't have an allowed copy, like have like copyrighted music that even these things will scan. And if it's game music, like, uh, first thing that comes to mind is, um, Saints Row, Saints Row, you've got the radios in the car or like in Grand Theft Auto, mm, you've got yeah. the radio playing in the car that is copyrighted music. It will mute it'll delete any of the clips you have of that music. Like if you're in the car chilling or if you're in the game on some of those emissions, when the music is playing, it's going to mute your entire stream. Wow. So like, crazy. and that's a big, that that's like hugely streamed game. Yeah. So yeah. like, I mean, and if you have no content, like if people go to your channel and they just see that all your videos are muted, then they realize they're only going to be able to watch you if they catch you live um, and stuff like that. So like for a lot of content creators, for some of the stuff they do, uh, yeah, it's really, and then there's a lot of DJ, a lot of music streamers, a lot of, uh, you know, that are on all the time. And so they're all having to like reevaluate and change things. So it's like a big kick up. Um, I know that. I think they can adapt. 
go ahead. I know that Deadly Slob, uh, he's a streamer that I watch uh, for Escape from Tarkov a lot. He has Spotify either between raids or pre and post stream. Yep. And he's, he's uh, talk. I was watching him the other day and he was talking about this and he was saying that he had to go back and delete upwards of 260 of his own clips, like years worth of content. And it, I mean, I understand your point about how it's copyrighted music and they're not made, the content creators are making money off of it. So why should anybody else? Yeah, I get that. But, and then, but it's like, it's the, the it's, your memories essentially of how your channel came to be where it is and stuff like that. So it's like, as sad as it is, I do understand from like yeah. the content creator, the, the artist's perspective, like you're using something that I made to enhance something that you're making. So I feel like if I'm not getting a piece of the pie, then nobody should. Well, I think another reason Twitch, because there's this big, like I said, we've experienced all these technical difficulties and stuff, um, you know, just trying to get in and like edit stuff or like look at stuff or like even like on a clip, I wanted to change a channel or, or change the title of it because all it said was the generic stream title. And like I was even having issues doing that, which usually I have no issues doing. So it was just like you're getting all these blips and these issues. Um, but uh, oh, man, I completely just went blank. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but like basically, it's just it's really um, it's just really hard that like you can't do any of this stuff that you normally could do and stuff. But oh, I know what it was. Twitch streamers are kind of like Twitch is affiliated with Amazon, and you have Amazon Prime and Amazon Music and stuff, and there are some like things through it. So they were saying instead of this big upstart and stuff, why didn't Twitch just start looking into like a way for creators for streamers to like buy like some sort of license to use like Amazon Prime music in their streams so that that's they good. have that's a good and idea stuff. and that was like the point and so people are like why automatically jump to like let's delete everything out of hundreds of streamers and hundreds of you know clips from years of content you know why didn't they come up with some other solution first that actually works to both help uh the music you know the copyright people and the streamers why did they jump to deleting and stuff so it's like this big thing and some people are like that's it i'm going somewhere else to stream but Twitch it's is been not famous. a democracy <laughs> <laughs> right right yeah right yeah it would have been cool i think if they would have gave a heads up or, or let everyone know and gave them the ability yeah. to mass delete their videos too josh you're saying um that streamer had to go back and delete his own videos what if he didn't go back and delete them was there any punishment or reprisal for that so he was saying that his, uh, if I remember correctly, don't quote me directly. I'd have to review it because um, it was a it was a few days ago. I don't have that very good of a memory. But um, he was explaining that he had to delete all these clips of his. Either that, or they would be he they they'd be basically useless because they'd be muted. You know. Mm. Oh yeah, I guess that does make sense. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully they can figure it out. I mean. That yeah. kind of sucks, but yeah. Um, what do you say? You guys ready to get move on to the PS5 reveal and all its yeah. glory? Let's check it out. All right. The PS5 reveal. So this week, or last week, we got to see, we finally got to see what the PS5 looks like. So we're going to talk about that, and we're about to get into some of the games. So first, I want to talk about, I want to kind of go backwards, because we got to finally see what the PS5 console looks like. So, Josh, I'm going to lead off with you because you're sort of, you're essentially a PS PlayStation guy because you have a PS4, um, and Ruthie's more of an Xbox person. So, I feel like maybe you, maybe me too, um, 
is on the PS PlayStation side more so too now. Uh, even though I'm a little bit more unbiased, I feel like. Josh, what did you think about the reveal of the console about- itself? The console itself, the the look, <clears throat> and the actual way yeah. it looks. Um. I fucking love it, man. <laughs> what do you What do you want? <laughs> I mean, so no. Um, it it looks really slick. You know, it looks professional. However, there are some like, you know, like a bunch of people were doing. I don't know if you've seen many or any for that metal matter. Uh, people were <laughs> making like concept art for it and doing like uh, concept videos and concept reveals of what they think it would look like or what to them would be a good appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those, they did look very promising, and I was like, wow, if that's what it looks like, that's awesome, and I'm totally okay with it. I'm totally okay with this console feel and the con- the way that it looks and the aesthetic uh, of it, but there are some of those concept ones that I would have preferred. Uh, I'll link them to you guys later on uh, so that you guys can see what I'm talking about. They look really nice on their own. And there were just some guy that was like, Oh, let me make a 3d model of what I think a console should look like, especially like looking at older consoles, what it should look like here. I'm not going to lie. It does look like a, like a, like a modem, like a Wi-Fi router. It does. It does. It does. It does. But, you, I, I saw but um, a slick, meme. You know what I mean? Yeah. I saw a meme where someone took their router and then they took the Wii and they like mashed it together. And it looked like, you know, because the Wii had the blue light, it was white, a router's black, and then look, they mashed it together, and that was like your PS5. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty good, I too. I saw a guy who took a picture of a guy on Twitter. He took two uh, pieces of mail and just taped them to the sides of his Wi-Fi router. <laughs> and I was like, and it looked a lot like, I was like, damn. God. Yeah. Yeah, the memes were <laughs> out and about after that review. So. But, um, so than that though i do i do really like that they have a digital only version like they have a discless version and a lot of people a lot of people upon initial reveal were saying like when it came out like it it was trending on twitter and stuff a lot of people were saying that oh i can't lay it down this is insane because they didn't show it in the reveal but Mm -hmm. later on in they revealed that the stand that it's that it sits on is actually the stand you can lay it on its side with as well so that got shoe down, but uh, at first, I feel like the reveal in general should have revealed, should have shown that. But the fact that they like answered that question later on is fine. Uh, I wonder. I'm thinking about what other versions are going to come out. Like if they come out with a light, or if they come out with a Pro, or whatever. Like how they did with the PS4, and what those aesthetic changes are going to even be like. Because the PS. Uh, the original PS3 and then you got the second generation PS3 look very different. Um, so I'm just wondering if that's ever going to be a thing and where they're going to move uh, when that time comes. And But overall, the console, I do like it aesthetically. I feel like it goes well with the controller. It flows well with anything that you – if you're putting it on your TV stand with your TV, it'll look slick. I don't know. I just I just like the way the console looks. It's I'm, I'm satisfied with it. I would have – totally enjoyed if it was one of those concepts like i said but i am absolutely happy with the way that it looks yeah i figured you would be i mean everyone seems for the most part pretty happy with the way it looks ruthie i know you always say you're an xbox girl what did you think about the console itself 
Uh, I mean, I didn't have any issues with it and stuff. The memes have like cracked me up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like everywhere, like uh, people making characters out of them and stuff. And I just thought it was really funny. Um, uh, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I thought it it looks pretty uh, clean cut. Uh, I think white uh, does look. Uh, like the white with the blue and everything looks pretty clean. The controller, yeah, it all looks pretty clean in my opinion. So, I, I don't, yeah, I don't know why people would have issues with it, but it does kind of look like a router. I get that part, I guess, but the whole stand-up thing, I think, is a big part of it, in that it's slimmer and the arcs like on it a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, you know what? I think it's kind of the the look and feel of the PS5 is sort of indicative of what this whole console generation uh competition is right so you have xbox mm-hmm. xbox is coming out with the series x and they are to trying to sort of i think i don't want to say they screwed up the last gen i mean they did make some they did make some mistakes on the way i think but they're out they're out like mm-hmm. saying we have this console it's the most powerful it is essentially technically the most powerful um not if you not not talking about the hard drive itself but so they come out with the people call it the spec box you know because that's all they're touting how powerful this system is and then it's just a plain old black box right um mm-hmm. sony they're coming out they're doing something different they're coming out with a new, a new proprietary hard drive that is much faster than anything out there it's even faster than the fast hard drives out there that uh pc users have the nvme hard drives um and they're hoping that that will help spur innovation when it comes to gaming because of load times people are always like mocking the load times but we're going to get into one of the games that utilizes that really well from what i saw um ratchet and clank and i kind of felt like the the console itself is indicative of that of them trying to take a take a chance because it's not plain looking at all it's very sleek it's very wavy i like how they did in the reveal like video of it of them like flying around it essentially and they like show the curve the curvature of everything it's just yeah it's, it's, it's a like really a yeah it's like a really sleek design and how and how it was done and it's to, to, to me it's just reflective of both what these consoles are doing microsoft is just like look we just want to be a, we're the most powerful console we're we're just and then just a plain old box like they're not doing anything i don't want to say they're boring but they're not they're not promoting anything but, like innovative you know, you know like right. And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. No, go ahead. That's right. Oh, sorry. I started to cut you off. I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead. Um, it kind of reminded me of like um, how you're talking like the sleek and stuff. I was talking to my uh, somebody else. We were talking about this because we were talking about the memes and um, this whole like power versus speed, uh, you know, like sleek and speed and power. We were like, it's kind of like how Xbox is kind of pulling like the American muscle where you've got the the heavy, rumbling, powerful American box muscle car. <laughs> and then you've got like Sony that is doing like the sleek Ferrari edge that's like all speed and smoothness. And we yeah. were like rolling for like five minutes. We were like, oh my gosh. We were like talking about that all these different parallels you see in different stuff. Fantastic comparison. I love it. <laughs> that is really yeah. good. Yeah. We we were i was dying i was like oh my gosh you're so we're so right <laughs> i just hope that you know the xbox doesn't sound like a muscle car yeah, yeah you know what's weird <laughs> people were talking about how the ps5 is going to be overheating and stuff but did you guys see the size of these things both consoles not just the ps5 yeah, someone they're big yeah these things are honking like they're yeah. damn near towers man like oh my god like I didn't think about it, but the yeah, they, I, I, when I saw a, a picture of them next to the other ones, I was like, "Holy crap!" 
Yeah, I was. It's a massive. Even the PS5, like it looks really sleek, and when you're watching it on screen and you have no size comparison, you're like, that looks really nice. But then you see it next to something, and you're like, oh my god! Yeah, because it's so massive. <laughs> I posted a picture of yeah. of all the consoles next next to each other on Twitter, and it was just like massive. Like, I just couldn't. I was not. I didn't even think about how big they were because I didn't even realize how big the Xbox One X Series X is going to be. So, but I thought that was really interesting. But so we talked about the way the console looked. I'm I'm a fan of it. I like it. I like the way the Xbox Series X looks too. I'm I'm okay with being boring and plain. I mean, I just I know that sounds weird, but it, it sounds like I'm sliding. We it, like but. to call it no nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean. <laughs> We I'm, don't need all the fluff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't need <laughs> not winning any awards with uh, designs over here. But yeah. Um, there's no, yeah, there's no award for prettiest box. <laughs> right. So yeah, I think, I mean, looks. I, I don't really, I don't really care too much about it, but like, but I it said, does I, look I, nice. Yeah, I like. I can see. It's weird because like with the Xbox One X, I feel like that that can go in any living room. I guess the PS Five can too, essentially, but. The PS5 might stick out like a sore thumb in some living rooms, whereas like the Xbox One X would just be like blend in perfectly because it's just like a giant black box. Like you, you know, what I mean, it's, just, it's about as plain as you can get. Which is nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I don't want to sound like I'm saying like yeah. I'm bad mouthing it, but um, so we talked about the way the console looked and we you know compared it to the Xbox Series X. But I really want to get into some of these games um, that we saw and kind of like the direction they went with the PlayStation Five reveal. Um, so the first thing that they they showed, which I thought was really weird to me, was GTA Five. Again, again, like this is a game that came out in 2013, like seven years ago, and we're still talking about GTA Five. Like, wow! Like, I just thought that was really yeah. interesting. The, that's what they were leading off with, right? Like, I mean, I know. what has, did you guys it think? Has, it has a huge community. True. It has a huge community. I mean, okay, but that said, oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say, that said, though, if you noticed, it said if you get the console, it's free. Like, and they're going to give you, like, all these perks. Like, it was just like, yes, yeah, you're like, you're going to get the game for free. You're going to get a million dollars shark cash monthly. You're going to get exclusives and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's because nobody wants to buy the game again. Like, exactly. They, like, if you were, like, watching the chat scrolls, people were like, they're like, oh yay, Grand Theft Auto Six. Not really, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, immediately when the game started, when it and... yeah, immediately when I was yeah. watching it and it started, I was like, oh GTA Six, and then it was like GTA Five. I was like, oh, never, nev- right. never mind. Right. It's yeah. It's just I've bought that game three times already. I bought it on Xbox 360. I bought it on Xbox One, and I bought it on PC. I'm not buying that game again. So. I don't even think it's uh. Well, and it's like just recently it's made free, like it um for like a month included, or whatever it was. Wasn't included in Game Pass, or am I not? Am I wrong? I feel like I almost feel like it was part of. Uh, so, yeah, something like that, like in Game Pass, but I think online too. Like they literally just a lot of places made it free. Oh no no no! You're recently. right. You're right. I don't it know was, if it was temporary. It was the Epic Game Store that gave, it, and it crashed the Epic Game Store because everyone yeah. went to go download. That's what it, you're right. It was on PC. It was the Epic Game Store. They gave it away for free, and it just crashed. You couldn't even download it because it crashed the whole game. So I remember that. But so yeah. that was that was the first interesting interesting thing that I saw them lead off with. But then uh, then they showed us a trailer for Spider Man Miles Morales. Now, I felt like we knew this was coming because 
of how much it was hinted you, at in the in the base game. Yeah, so if you played the actual game, Miles Morales mm-hmm. was he had a pretty prominent role in, in the game and in the story, and and you just kind of knew that yeah. was his, either he was going to be like a playable character. He's or, basically being groomed in that game. Yeah. Um, and so that wasn't a surprise to see that, but I, I'm super excited. It seemed like there was some confusion though. So the game, it's going to be a ex- like expansion, but also a standalone game is the way they explained it for PS5, mm-hmm. right? So it's going to be ex- an expansion for PS5. I think you could buy it separately on PS5, but it was really weird and confusing, but they didn't really show any game, any, any game footage of it, but I thought it was, it made me super excited because I love Spider-Verse and I just, I mean, I want to play it, you know, like, and I love that game. That game was one, probably one of the best superhero video games that I've played ever. Um, yeah, it was such an amazing game. So, what did uh, Ruthie? What did you think yeah. about that when you saw the saw the Spider Man reveal? Um, uh, I think it look it looks like it's uh, going to be like a really awesome game. Uh, I think a lot of people love Spider Verse, like you said, and the last game was really great. And um, and yeah, so I think it looks like a really awesome some game and i i think a lot of people are going to be really pleased with it so yeah josh sorry (laughs) no i like it from my understanding it's the base game that's been enhanced and expanded with this miles morales content so that stuff that you were lacking for or wanting for in a marvel spider-man you'll get out of this i mean there's no there's no way to to expand that opinion anymore. I mean, it looks good. It looks good. Which is crazy though, because there's so much content. That I, oh, I don't yeah. think I played any of the extra content, which is which is crazy when you're talking talking about that. But and it was all free, I believe. I don't think you had to pay for any. No, it you was had to pay. Included. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, but I haven't played beyond the the base game itself. But um. So yeah, we didn't see much from that. I just thought, I mean, it was almost like par for the course. Like it's almost like with Xbox Series X and Halo Infinite, you know, like you knew we were gonna get some of the main main big hitters for for Sony, uh, like Gran Turismo, which was the next game they showed, which I thought looked beautiful, and it pretty mm-hmm. much, I mean, everyone wants to compare it to Forza, and I was, I don't know, I think Forza is a beautiful game, but. Gran Turismo, I have like more of a nostalgia feel for it, going back to like the yeah. PS- PlayStation original PlayStation. Like PS- Gran Turismo is like Gran Turismo is like the OG of mainstream console racing games. Well, it set the bar for simu- like racing simulation, right? Like yeah. was, and cutscenes, and that it, it was like it, everything was modeled after Gran Turismo came out. It was like groundbreaking, yeah. and then they kind of like stumbled their feet on some of the stuff. I, I can't remember which it was Gran Turismo Five where. Like the base game or the game itself, if you wanted to buy everything in the game, was like a ridiculous amount of money. Wasn't yeah, that it was, like it, it, was, was, it was talking was about microtransactions? Um, was, yeah. So, but I loved how much I felt like they were showing lots of footage of the game, and I liked that a lot. It and was then like, they had the gameplay at the end, right? That's what I meant. Actual gameplay. They're just yeah. someone just driving, and I was like halfway through, I was like, oh my god, they've been driving for a while. Like this is actually pretty cool. Like this is what I wanted to see. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So what do you? What were your uh, thoughts on the Gran Turismo? We're know. not gonna go. Up, we're not gonna go game by game here. I'm just I picked I ones up, out I that I like. There's a lot of games. I grew up playing Gran Turismo. I haven't bought a racing game in a very, 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 very long time. But I might, <laughs> I might buy this. You so. think you're? Yeah, I, 
I, I'm right with. I'm exactly. I was thinking the same thing. Like I haven't bought one in a long time, but I might. But I feel like I feel like if I get it, I'm definitely not going to be disrespecting it by playing it with a fucking controller. I'm going to be getting the the paddles and the, and the steering wheel and the shifter. You spend like buy the five hundred dollar uh, paddle shifters for it. Yeah. Or everything. a steering wheel, and, and you're gonna buy the two extra monitors and have it all yep. set up. I'll do it. I'll even get the thing you sit in that rocks you. I don't care. Hey, if you can afford it, man, more power to you. <laughs> so. Yeah. Ruthie, do you play racing games at all? Do you like racing games? Um. Uh, I have. I. It's funny because when I was younger. I was really big on like I don't know if anybody remembers this game, but like cruising the world. Like I don't know if anybody remembers that game. It was like an arcade game. They brought it to console. Um, yep. Anyways, yeah, it's like a old, very old game. I played that one, and then of course I played like Mario Kart and stuff. Uh, I never really got huge into Forza or or Gran Turismo, like any of that stuff. I never got into it. But looking at it, man, um, uh, I was glad they showed actual like gameplay because. Uh, just in general nowadays with game trailers and all these reveals so much of it is is it's kind of like the um the rogue squadron stuff where it's a lot of it is like cutscenes and trailers so it's not actual gameplay so you're kind of yes okay make it look really really pretty but i want to see what i'm actually going to see when i'm playing and uh, it was so clean like all the vehicles and stuff on the inside uh i was like very impressed uh, you know, as far as that, like, it, I'm not really huge into racing games, but I'd be like, I would play this game. It's pretty legit. <laughs> you know, I was really impressed by the sky. Like, I was like, it is weird to say that, but I was like, man, that sky. Like, that's no, like one that's of the. Not weird to say. <laughs> like, the environment is important. True. I mean, yeah, I guess you're driving, you can see the, you can see the sky. You know, when you're racing, but I just was like, the way the clouds. I was like, man, that's the most Don't realistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So I was really, I was really impressed by, impressed by that. So, um. The, another game that I'm going to talk about that um, I was really impressed by, that I really loved, and I think it was it utilized, it showed the power of what that hard drive could do was Ratchet and Clank. When he was, when yeah. they were showing, when they actually showed, and again, another game they actually showed gameplay footage of, like he was going through different like portals into different worlds, like almost instantaneous. You could see there's a little hitch in some of those things, like where I think it's loading. Like it was, it was yeah, like a half using second the, using the portals or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was like a little hitch there, and like, a, but it was like a half second or maybe like, like not. Even, it wasn't very long, it was, but it was noticeable. It was like a little hitch, but it was it was almost almost seam, seamless. And then this is what I was thinking of yeah. when they're talking about this hard drive and the ability to load these things in, uh, load things in quick quickly, and that's something that they have. Like you can like with the Xbox Series X, you can have the most powerful console ever, right? We saw that with the original Xbox. When the original Xbox came out, it was essentially the most powerful console ever to come mm-hmm. out. But the only game they had was Halo, and PlayStation Two had all these other games. And so this is where I think I think the Series X may struggle with is with innovation in this hard drive. Maybe able to to do do some things that the Series X won't be able to do. And I love what I saw from Ratchet & Clank. I think that's what we're going to see more of, uh, of games doing things like that. You got, what did you guys think about Ratchet & Clank? Did you guys any play And did you guys play the other ones from previous Ratchet & Clanks? I have not ever played a Ratchet & Clank game. I have. I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't know, I if, I don't know if I'm missing out. I don't know. It just doesn't, it doesn't pull me in. I don't, can't put my finger on it. But it does look impressive, you know. 
You know, I played one like, of them. It does look like it's fun. Yeah, yeah. you know, I played. It's like a fun game. Yeah, it. I played one of them. I think it was two or whatever it was on the PlayStation Two, and it was one. One of it was the thing was two. Like I can't remember if it was Jack Two or that one. But anyways, they're they're a lot. They're fun platformers, and I think my daughter actually might like like that game. It was like watching me play it and stuff. So, um, but that to me was what I loved so far. After I saw Gran Turismo's gameplay, I saw Ratchet and Clank's gameplay. So, and and those are the things that really really. Uh, pulled me in once i started watching it so i'm gonna go through here and i'm gonna just talk about some of the games i'm gonna and you guys can pick which ones you want to talk about um so project athia athia i can't remember how, how to say that name. i think it's out. i think it's athia as well yeah project athia came out uh, or no they the trailer they showed a trailer for that i don't think they showed any gameplay for that stray returnal actually looked really cool i thought returnal was really interesting um sack boy the loop one right yeah, yeah, that one, yeah, yeah. that one really, I, I think that one's not an actual console exclusive, I think it's coming to Steam, but it looked super cool, that was one with the, um, the, the woman in the spacesuit who talked about dying, coming back, and it just looked really, it kind of reminded me of, um, Oh, Death Stranding, uh, graphically, you know, like the way some of the stuff in the game. It, okay, it, yeah. It, it kind of reminded me of that the gameplay itself, no, but it was very interesting. They didn't reveal too much about the game itself. I just, it, it definitely. Um, it kind of reminded me of uh, Live Die Repeat with Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good comparison, I think. And then, yeah, and then think I of, was yeah. like, listening to the voice actress, I was like, yo, is that Sigourney Weaver? <laughs> you know, I thought the same thing too, but I don't think it was her. No, I I'm pretty sure it isn't, but it def- yeah. I was definitely like, yo, yeah. hold up. Um, then we saw we saw Stray or I said I Stray Returnal, Sackboy, Destruction All Star. Yo, um, Destruction All Star in the beginning, I legit thought it was like a knockoff Fortnite, a knockoff uh, Apex. Oh, that's the Apex one with the cars, right? Slash Fort- yeah, with the yeah. yeah. I thought it was a knockoff Fortnite when I saw it. And then I saw the cars. And I said, oh, this is just Fortnite with cars. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, that didn't really interest me at all. Uh, Kina, Bridge of the Spirits. That, that's actually being made by a group of people that, uh, when I say they made they made a, uh, a game, like an Ocarina of Time game, and mm-hmm. they actually pay these developers to make a game for them. It was like a hack or a mod or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they actually pay these developers to work on make a, make their own game. So that looked pretty cool. Uh, Goodbye Volcano High. I I I don't story know. Story based story based game. Yeah, like, that didn't really yeah. call it to like me. Looked like story based. I don't know. It honestly yeah. it looked almost like an interactive web comment more than a yeah. game. But I don't yeah. I don't know anything about it. So. So uh, yeah. every every uh, furry was going crazy when that. <laughs> well, it said this is like the final chapter, so there must be other stuff with it. I, I've just never right. even heard of it. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, I don't think anyone's buying a PS5 for that game, but no. that's just me. I don't know. Um, Very indie. Uh, Odd World Soulstorm. Odd World Soulstorm. I am excited for. I love Odd World. I remember playing them as a kid. I haven't played them much as an as, as an adult. But I'm excited for and I'm looking forward to playing. Um, yeah, I remember playing the original on PlayStation. The original PlayStation. That was the last one I played was on original PlayStation. It was like super long and it was just, it was, 
it was really hard too. I remember it being really difficult. I mean, I probably one of those games where I almost broke my controller. Um, <laughs> then there was Ghostwire Tokyo. Um, I'm looking it up right now because I'm trying to remember specifically if this is the right one. There were so many games that we that we saw. Um, I I remember every game. So Ghost Ghostwire Tokyo is the one where you're like a medium that's fighting like these ethereal beings, like people like these spirits in Japanese schoolgirl outfits with no head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now I remember it. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that one was... Yeah, it wasn't really... I don't really understand what it's about. That's the Shinji Mikami game? Yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, yeah, that was the... Yeah, I couldn't... Yeah. Okay. Um... I don't know. It looked really pretty and I mean scary and creepy, but it looked yeah, it looked cool, but yeah, I as far as like plot or story, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I was like, okay, but it like looked a, cool. It looked like cool. An action horror game, you know. Yeah, it's uh something like that. Supernatural action horror or something. Um I think that Shinji Mikami is tied to it. That that piqued my interest on it. That's the one that I thought about. Um Jet the Far Shore? Did you guys see, so, think anything about there's that one? No, there's no, like... The only thing I got from it was that I love the artistic design of it. It looked oh, yeah. awesome. That one it was looks, nice. I love, like, when indie games take, like, the liberty of creating, like, their own, like, world artistically, and I'm really intrigued by it, so I'll be looking into that uh, as the as it, the date approaches. Um, there was Godfall was the next one. Yeah, Godfall just looks like Melee Destiny. I mean, it looks yeah, nice. Kind of, for me, it looked like a cross between Destiny and, and like, uh, trying to be like Dark Souls a little bit. But, it, like, it made it, like, Egyptian-ish. <laughs> I don't know. I found it, like, in the middle of that. Like, some, mm. like a massive... Yeah. Yeah. Some of the games I was seeing, like, I, I'm not, like, this wasn't even, like, a, like, a bias or anything. I just kind of call it like i don't know i make connections and a lot of games i was seeing seemed like they were very close to like games that are very popular um just like in different universes but the gameplay and just the looks and the styles of "Hmm, that looks like that like later uh later um demon souls made me think of dark souls honestly (laughs) Like almost everything, the way it is, the way the arena, the scenery, it just looked like a more over-the-top Dark Souls to me. Well, um, well which hold on. I've never well, played Dark Souls. Don't Dark jump Souls. on me. <laughs> Dark Souls is uh, Dark Souls is around because of Demon Souls. So there's Demon Souls, and then Dark Souls, uh-huh. then all the sequels that came after, and then now this. So, so it is. is like so it is kind of then? different. Like I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a revamp. Of Demon Souls, but Demon Souls was the first like game like that, like a Souls game. Like it's the same people that created yeah. like so, they well, did then, this okay, and Bloodborne. So then, yeah. Bloodborne is the same people as well. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne's the same people because um, people have been saying I should play Dark Souls um, or Bloodborne. They say it's all the same people. Okay, so see that then like that that reference wasn't or that cross thought wasn't like off base but yeah no I, I didn't know it came first or that it was from it yeah but demon yeah, souls was the simple. first demon souls was the first uh i'm gonna be so hard you're gonna hate me game <laughs> hmm. 
but I have a story. It's not like those little arcade games where you have to like jump on boxes and you keep falling or there's hidden traps. It's like a 2D side-scroller. I don't know what those are called. But this is like Demon's Souls tried its very hardest to make you hate it because you wanted to get to the end of it. Um, so there's not a whole lot that, I, that I'm really super interested in in these list of games. What... Is there any other ones you want to? I, so the ones I think that that were most interesting Death was Death. Okay, Death Loop, uh, Demon Souls is another one people were pretty excited about, even though it's a remake. Um, or essentially, uh, I don't know if it's a remake or just a port. Um, you're not. Then, you're not. You weren't interested by NBA Two K Twenty One. Microtransactions ruined it for me, man. I was. This is well, the. You don't my, know. You don't know. I will probably not be buying NBA Two K Twenty One. Pending some drastic changes. For those of you who don't know, I was a huge gamer or NBA 2K player for the longest time. I owned every single copy of that game since it came out on Dreamcast. I never skipped a year. I bought it every year, and I was really big into my player and my team. Or not my team, my player. I streamed it. I mean, I was like, it was nuts how much uh, I got into that game. And I've, this was my final year. I couldn't deal with it anymore, and I stopped playing it. I'm not buying it this year. Unless some drastic changes happen. So that's where I stand with so, that. Uh, like I said uh, before about indie developers like that make like take liberties with uh, artistic uh, drive and stuff like that. Like Little Devil Inside looked really intriguing to me. It looked like a lot of fun. It looked like it's going to be an entertaining story. Um, kind of like how uh, Little Nightmares. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. That's a really fun game if you guys mm-hmm. haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah. Um, Let's see, Astro's Playroom, I feel like that's what everybody's been asking for. Like, they're like, I'm tired of kicking these little robots around with my PlayStation camera. Just give me a, some kind, something else to do with this guy, like, seriously. So, uh, I'm into that. I'm pretty sure that's going to be included with the PlayStation 5. It wouldn't make sense if you'd have to buy it for me, since Astro is, like, a totem Sony-like character. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I want to know what you guys thought of Bugsnacks. Because I feel like whoever thought up this game just was like, all right, time to write this game. How many mushrooms can I eat <laughs> before I'm done? Like maybe if after they watch like Cloudy with no chance of meatballs. Because like it do- – but I don't know. You know, I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt because – you don't know everything is at like a first glance thing but like i was super like why is this here it didn't even look like next gen graphics you know what i, I mean i feel it's a children's game honestly i just feel like it's a kids game and then like the uh i was kind of like uh i was like uh eh, this seems like a kid game and then like the person that's talking about like these are uh you know oh these are the you only, you know, the half snack, half animal, you know, that they're all talking in the Australian accent. And I'm thinking, okay, yeah, because like every nature reservist, you know, popular like person talks in an Australian accent. <laughs> so I was just like, this yeah. is some <laughs> kid thing. You're going to be like exploring and basically, you know, have this like koala, whatever creature it is, you know, uh, and you're following them around and stuff and exploring and discovering these animals. So I was like, I feel like it was a kid game. So I, I didn't think a whole lot on it, but... Yeah, yeah I, I pretty much was like... Were involved, that's all. 
I saw like bug snacks coming on. I was immediately like, nope, not interested. And <laughs> it just probably went, I think it went to my phone or something, or I may have <laughs> yeah. skipped to, to demon souls and death loop. Um, when death loop, when I saw death loop, the first thing I thought, like after the first few minutes of looking at like the enemies, like, uh, player models and stuff or character models and stuff like that. And then the powers uh-huh. displayed, I was like, yo, this is, uh, this is dishonored, but with more color. That's a good comparison. I love the look. Yeah, but I don't know if it's a good. uh, I don't know if you've played the look as well. I don't know if you've played Dishonored, but it looked Uh, like. And a lot of the powers that they displayed in the game were like basically cut and paste from Dishonored. Yeah, it it looked very similar. Like Dishonored is like a great. uh, Now that you're saying it, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly why it looked kind of familiar and stuff. that said, though, like all the cutscenes and the things and the premise of it, very much took me to like it's it's very like comic book style. Yeah, like the in which I love. So I was just like, I think out of all of them, it was if I had to only play one of these games, that actually would be the game that I played. So I just I mm-hmm. liked it that much. I guess the comic book feel, the look of it, what that you kind of stuff about Resident Evil. I was super pumped for it. I thought it looked really cool. I mean. It's another Resident Evil game, right? <laughs> like, like, here we go again. This kind of feels yeah, like. Yeah, but they're but... taking they're cre- they're creating a new main character that's uh, that has some continuity. Who's Ethan Winters? I think his last name is. Uh, so he's in the game. They say his name. Uh, Chris is in the game. He comes yeah, back. Yeah, Chris is in the game, but that we don't know in what capacity. Uh, but it looks good. It looks more like along the lines of like cult, you know. Ganados, Magini type enemies, you know, not like you're in a house by yourself fighting these disembodied creatures like in, you know, Resident Evil 7. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm hoping they I I hope I'm hoping they go back to like the some of the older cuz they show that tree and it reminded me for some reason it reminded me of the the old school stuff from the original Resident Evil and Resident Evil 2 for some reason, but um, I was not expecting it, and I was kind of surprised to see it, but I am interested, I'm interested, but I mean, I don't know, it was like one of those things where it's almost cool, another Resident Evil game, but I am interested, and I thought it looked looked pretty cool. The game is so convoluted to me, it's almost like on the scale of Metal Gear. <laughs> Metal Gear is convoluted. Oh no, Resident Evil is way more convoluted. I don't know. That's that's a topic we could debate another time. But yeah, um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to wow. think. I'm trying to think. All right, I guess we're gonna take a break here. Did I miss something? I saw the message come through. I saw that picture. I saw that picture before. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, moving on. So, Pragmata. <laughs> Did you guys see? For me, Pragmata has Hideo Kojima written all over it. But I doubt, clearly, that it's him because his name definitely would have been in the oh, yeah, somewhere. Yeah, they would have been like, Kojima! Even if he just, like, showed up to talk to the devs and they wanted to put his <laughs> name on it, they yeah. would have been plastered all over that game. And then um, the uh, the icing on the cake, Horizon Forbidden West. You know... Oh no, Peter! Don't. You know I okay. Well, I <laughs> I am a huge fan of Horizon Zero Dawn. I will I I will 
talk great about that game. I, there's nothing that I disliked about that game. I loved that game. I loved the way the story that they told. I loved the female protagonist, um, Aloy. I loved that game. That's up there to me with um, Breath of the Wild because those two came out about the same time. They were in competition for Game of the Year. I think it was, 20, what was it 2016? 2016 is when that game came out. Love that game. Yep. I really wish I would have saw a little bit more gameplay. I mean, this is me sounding like a a whiny gamer. I really wanted to see more gameplay. I mean, we all know that the sequel is coming, right? It's like we know that. I don't like when I just see trailers. To me, I grew up my entire life seeing gameplay or not gameplay trailers, but like reveal trailers, and I'm tired of it now. It doesn't do anything for me. So while I'm ex- excited for Forbidden West, Horizon Forbidden West, it, you know, I like. Some of the things they were showing in there, it looks like the, she's going to move to the west and there's actually a live animals there and something that's killing everything, right? And that's what they showed. But I really wanted to see gameplay. That's just me. So that's me being, uh, I guess, I think- the old gamer in, in me, old cranky guy. Mm. I think the reason they probably didn't show gameplay, though, is because I guess they kind of think we have it in the hat. You know, like, it's not a new game, so how much different will the gameplay be, maybe? But I could see why you'd want to see it, though. Yeah, that's just me. I'm just, I, I try to be, uh, I am a positive person. Oh, maybe some people may think may not think that. I am a very positive person. I try to look, you know, the glass is half full in many things. But I just want to see some freaking gameplay footage, you know? Like, that's what I want to see. And what well, to- Who knows? You might get it soon. This is a reveal, you know what I mean? They're just yeah. revealing their lineup. But, but maybe it's because they know you're going to be like, man, this gameplay is great. Look at the sky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People, they don't watch. You're the kind of people that don't want watching gameplay. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, watched, I saw a guy that watched the gameplay for Last of Us 2 and Ellie got in the water and he was like, oh, my God, like freaking out because she couldn't swim in the original. Oh, so that's he was right. Like, he was yeah. like, this is a game-breaking mechanic. And I was like, you need to cause Like someone can't learn how to swim? What the f- Yeah. Get out of yeah. here, dude. <laughs> Get out of here, man. No, I, I look at things like that. Like, it's a joke that my friend and I always say. We like, look at those HD graphics, like in a picture or something. Like We always say that. Like My friend would show me a picture that he took from like his phone. And I like say, like he'd be downtown Chicago, and he'd take a picture and send it to me and look really cool. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at those HD graphics. And it's just like an inside joke. But I remember I will look at things like that. Like I look at water ripple effects. I look at the sky. I look at the textures. And I look at the reflections. And that stuff, um, not saying that, like, that makes or breaks a game for me. Like, I, I'm more gameplay than I am a graphics person. So, but Yeah, still being gameplay. Because <clears throat> um, you can see, like, with Nintendo Switch, they definitely are lacking in the graphics department, but they are ahead of the game when it comes to game system sales because they have such great, great games. But yeah, um, but yeah, so I guess I'm just a little crabby when it came to Forbidden West. I was hoping to see a little bit more than just the just a reveal trailer, but I'm excited for it. I'm gonna buy it regardless. You know, if I get a PS5, I don't even know if I'm going to get one. But that leads me into my into the final final question for you all and for us to discuss. Um, sort of, I guess. <laughs> really, I want to know, what did you guys think about this in comparison to the Xbox gameplay event? This was a lot more streamlined, a lot more thought out, in my opinion, and a lot more slick. Ruthie, what did you think? Um, I mean, yeah, I think they seem to have it... Yeah, I think they had it 
more streamlined. Like he said, it really was. It seemed more smooth. It definitely seemed more polished yeah. um, in general. Like, because, like, and seeing, like, and it almost makes me wonder if they took the notes on all, like, how bad the uh, Xbox One was. <laughs> because the Xbox One, everybody was like, let's just connect with everybody in our homes at our desk in our civilian clothes. <laughs> but Sony had people with like black screens and they looked very like lit up and edited and they're like, yes, I'm going to show you this game that um, I worked very hard on. And they just seemed like they were script, you know, like, you know, and they look so polished. And so I'm like, yeah, the two Sony looked like they had their shit way more together. Yeah. Xbox was kind of like, we're in fucking quarantine. You're lucky you're getting anything. Yeah. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, I love Xbox, I- but like, so we just really had it like more. Together. I'm not gonna lie. For the first half of the presentation, I legitimately thought, legitimately thought that at some point they were gonna say, all the people that have been talking to you have been rendered in real time in CGI <laughs> by the PlayStation Five. That's how clean the people looked. I was like, oh my god! I thought they were fake. They really were like it was some. <laughs> The editing, like stuff going on, like you know, or whatever with the like it was. It was a filter. Videos, of course. Like I mean, they just put a filter on. Yeah. When you're recording them, you know, like yeah. those Snapchat filters that yeah. make you look prettier. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, right. No, it was just very clean, much cleaner and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, they really, really vamped all that. But I mean, the gameplay though, like that's what I did. Like other than that, like the game, like seeing more gameplay. Than seen in like Xbox because I think that was one of our biggest complaints that we had. Like I love Xbox, but yeah, nowadays um, game trailers kind of I'm I'm on the same page as you. Game trailers have kind of um, trailers in general, even in movies and and TV, they're misleading. They're supposed to look great. They're supposed to mislead and like suck you in so you want to get it. And then with video games though, it's kind of like the best comparison I have is like Diablo three. You have amazing cutscenes in that game. The gameplay is nothing like the cutscenes. Shit, all the, the gameplay, all the, is... all the cutscenes for Diablo are like that. For Blizzard in general, War, yeah. Warcraft, yeah, World Blizz- Warcraft, yeah. Diablo. Which is great. I yeah, I love the cutscenes, but like that, that's like a huge gap. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, um, so that's it's so misleading. So like I'm saying, like I like the Rogue Squadron thing. It looks great, but I can tell that that's not how the gameplay is going to be. You're like you may you'll have cutscenes maybe. Or between or like the campaign, you'll see that stuff. But in space, it's just going to be like a dogfight, possibly just like Battlefront. So it's misleading. So yeah, seeing gameplay is way better, and um, Sony definitely had way more of that. So I thought it was good. Yeah. So I really did not like the Xbox gameplay event with the Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, snafu. Talking about going to show, even they actually came out and like apologized. I, I think I read an article in Euro Eurogamer when they came out. I think the dev that, that was on for Xbox gameplay event for Valhalla or Assassin's Creed Valhalla, they actually he actually apologized. He didn't apologize. He addressed it. You know, like we we can do better. Just stay tuned. Be patient. And if you have to apologize for your gameplay event, you. You definitely did something wrong, you know, and you called it a gameplay event, and you didn't show really any gameplay, and then it yeah, it was just trailers, and then that sparked a debate where I kind of see where some people were saying, "Oh, but there was gameplay in the trailers." Like, okay, but that's not what that's not what you should be doing when you're talking about it. Not all of them, right? Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. Some people were like, "Oh, there was gameplay." Like, dirt the dirt trailer had gameplay. Just call them something. Call it something else. You could have called it the Xbox Series S 
game lineup. I think whatever. that's where they stumbled. Is they said they touted the Assassin's Creed gameplay, which there was none, and that this was going to be a gameplay uh, reveal, which they didn't. And so I think Sony did that a little bit better here, and they did, they didn't set the expectations for uh, they didn't set the expe- expectations for something else, right? We just knew it was a reveal and we really didn't know what sort of to expect. I guess we kind of all were expecting to see the console for the first time, but we, we, we really didn't know. Um, and then when they showed it to us, it kind of paid off at the end. I, you know, we all really enjoyed it. I, I think so. I think PS five, the PS five reveal was done way better. I didn't re- also the gameplay event. I didn't like, um, these Xbox guys just interviewing people, talking to them. I didn't really enjoy that. I found it cheesy and I found it, uh, um, really corny yeah cringy and corny and i didn't really like that either now i don't want to get into to way i why i sway more towards the playstation system because that's another topic for another day um but i've i've been an xbox person for a very long time like since the original xbox so i'm not just one of the, mm-hmm. i'm not a fanboy Right, I'm not uh, a fanboy, and and I'm a little bit more biased, I think, than other people. But well, we've we've already established that I'm Sony leaning. You're the middle person, and then Ruth is Microsoft leaning. Yeah, yeah, I I, I think that's where we are, I, and yeah. I'm definitely a PC master race guy. I'm more PC gaming, but I love Sony's um, first party stuff. That's why I'm a Sony person. I just love their first party stuff. I'm a, I'm a big Halo guy too, but um, so. We've talked a lot about the the PS5 trailer. We talked about some, the new stuff. I kind of want to wrap wrap this up now. Um, what what are your guys' uh, impressions now after we've seen both these? We still got more time before the the console war actually truly begins, right? So <laughs> we still one we still don't know the price, right? We still don't know the price. We still don't have official re- release date, and we still don't have official launch titles. So that's where I'm. Um, well, Halo Infinite is one that that's supposed to be officially a launch title, but we don't have an official lineup of launch titles. So, I'm really curious to see where where those go. I may not even. I know I say I'm probably gonna buy a PS5. I've been saying I'm going to buy a PS5 and buy all the Xbox exclusives for PC because I'm be upgrading and building my PC. That's my plan. But I don't even know if I'm gonna buy a PS5 anytime soon because if it's gonna be like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy it. I'm just not going to. So what are your guys' thought processes now or th- thoughts on purchasing a new system with what we uh, all know? Well, uh ya boy over here will be saving up <laughs> money so that regardless of the price, he will be there uh day one to pick up his console. and i will come back home coming with it and i will be a happy young man you can take leave i probably will (laughs) (laughs) oh man i wish i i wish i would have done that i could have done it when the xbox one came out but really what are your thoughts right now on on the next gen console have you been swayed either way or you sort of wait and see approach like what are you thinking um honestly I'm I'm still on the Xbox side, honestly, but that's probably just because you can't teach an old dog new tricks. <laughs> I'm so used. It's just the same with the phone, with the Android thing. I'm used to the navigation. I'm used to the systems. It's also part loyalty. I don't, that's like hardwired in me a little bit because uh, I've been playing Xbox since the very first Xbox as well. Um, but I will be interested to see. I feel that... 
as far as like how soon I get the console and stuff, uh, I really want to see if Xbox has like a return volley for this because I know they know after what they did and then after what Sony has done that they need to like step up their game like a little bit or like have like a little return volley. So I'm really interested to see what they come out with. Like I feel like Man. I feel like there's going to be something else. Imagine if they said like I feel like as I say, imagine in July if they said we're going to show you the entire first like mission for Halo Infinite, you know, or something like that. I think that would do wonders for them. I just feel like they need a coup. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they know they kind of dropped the ball. Uh, the You know, the game people and everything know they kind of dropped it. And PS5, uh, even though, you know, Sony, even though they came out and, yeah, there was a little cringe with, with how played up some of it, like you said, the guys between the games. It was like 30 seconds for, like, each of them. But it was still kind of, like, a little awkward. Uh, but it was way more clean cut uh, in all together. And the console just looked the whole presentation, like you said, flying around it. It was just all so well put together that it did make Xbox really do like really not seem as great. And so I, I just feel like Xbox has time to just pull a power move. You know, if you've got a power console, pull a power move. Um, you know, I just I would just feel like they if they were smart, they would do that. So, I think uh, I think that would be solidify some stuff. Yeah, I think that would be very smart of them to do something like that. Like, come out, show the like, show the power of the console. Not even a whole lot, but like, show a game. Like I said, show some Halo Infinite stuff. I think people would be like, re- I think that would sway a lot of people, and people will forgive him for the X- Xbox gameplay. I feel like the Xbox gameplay event is like if so- they if S- Xbox asked me to put it together, that's what I would have done. Like you know, like an amateur. <laughs> You know, like that's like my like okay, hey yeah. guys, I got OBS set up. Let's uh, connect you on Skype here, and you know, like no, like Sony's was yeah, very like, professional. I, I feel like they had, yeah, they had so, and that's my thing. Like a part of me, I don't know if it's the loyalty me any the loyalty in me or whatever, but I feel like the whole thing about not being able to do it like where they usually do it and stuff. I feel like it got them off kilter, but for all the intelligent and all the advertising and all the smart people, tech people that they have, the fact that anybody else could have pulled it off, like you said, that you could have just pulled it off, you know, like here, let's do a Skype call and stuff. Like, I feel that it was so that way that it really just, it it came off like very, like I wanted to be under, I think everybody wanted to be understand with like the COVID things and stuff like that. But yeah, it was just kind of like, you guys are way more technologically equipped that this shouldn't have been a thing. And you had months to prepare. It shouldn't have been like a last minute, like, oh, damn, <laughs> we're yeah. in lockdown. We don't know what to do. Let's do some uh, video Skype calls and just, you know, whatever. Um, I think they, it was just a bad call yeah. on how they presented. So I think they, but I feel like they should have something up their sleeve. They have time. I think they have time to not do something would just be a real I don't know. It would just be negligent at that point. Like, I think they need one more push. They have time. Yeah, I think I think so. I think we're gonna we're definitely gonna see more from them. But I'll I'll close it out with uh, nothing's changed for me. I'm leaning towards PS5. I want to know price. I want to know game lineups before I even decide if I'm gonna buy one at launch. I don't even think I will at this point. Even if it's five hundred dollars, I don't think I will. Um, but well, we'll Xbox see. Xbox is gonna do their comeback, and then Sony's gonna be like, by the way. Streamer capabilities. That's what Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Give me some streamer perks. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like guaranteed. You know, like I feel like that. 
the streamer stuff will be in there. But anyways, I'm I'm think I'm ready to close this out for to this episode for today. Uh, for all the two people that watched us on Twitch, uh, we're on Twitch now. Uh, hopefully, we can do more content. It's been a lot of fun. I've been reading your comments. Um, I appreciate it. Um, Sunny Yaks. Hopefully, I said your name right. I probably didn't say it right, but um, Sonny. Sonny, oh. yeah, Sonny's in there. He's the one that let me know that uh, I fubarred the audio. So, thank you for that. <laughs> I really appreciate it. You've been hanging with us the whole time, so I'll give you a little shout out. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm glad to do this. We should hopefully we'll be back in, in a few days, actually, on, on to our normal recording time on Sunday. So, yeah. um, if if any of you guys want to follow any of us, you can go to the website at nerdsadulting.com. All of our stuff should be there, all the Twitter links and things like that. And then all of our latest information, some articles and some writing and stuff will be up there. Um, go, come check us out. So that being said, Ruthie, Josh, it's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you guys for, for coming on and doing this tonight. Yeah, it's been fun. <laughs> yes, absolutely. See you next time. Adios. Adios. Bye.